Okay, let's talk. Welcome to my coffee corner. And if you wonder where my coffee is, well, I just drank it. So don't worry about that. If you need a coffee or tea or any drinks of your choice, please go ahead and just listen to me talking. So I saw a video about、uh, imposter syndrome and a Probably when you see my title of this video, your first reaction is to go to your dictionary and check what does that mean. I don't know.、Uh, I will tell you. Hey, next time when you see something different, okay, when you see something you're not familiar and when you see something you're not sure you don't know, don't check your dictionary first.、Uh, listen to the video or watch the video first. Maybe you'll get the concept of or definition of the word. From the video, and that will help you better understand the word or the phrase or the terminology and the proper context. Anyway, I'm not here to teach you how to learn a new word. I'm here to talk about imposter syndrome. So, what is imposter syndrome? After I saw her video, and I felt like that is me, right? So, it basically means you are always doubting yourself. And you think you don't deserve the spot. You don't deserve this job. You don't deserve this person. You know they're too good for you, and you just what on earth? I I'm I'm here. You know why do they hire me? I'm not that good. Maybe it's just because of luck. You know, so that is imposter syndrome. You are not confident about yourself, even though you are really good. In fact.、Mm-hmm. So then I went to do a little bit research, and I'm gonna read a little bit just just because I can't remember everything. Okay, so there are some common signs of imposter syndrome, and if you listen to this, see if you actually have any of those signs.、Mm-hmm. So first one is self doubt. Yes, that's me. I always do that. I self doubt myself. When I do a presentation, when I give a lesson, or when I do some work, or when I complete some tasks, and people give me a lot of praise, right? And then my first reaction is, "Well, I, I don't think I deserve it. I think you know it's just pure luck. You know, I didn't really do well." So that's self doubt. And next one is an inability to realistically assess your competence and skills. Yeah, for example, me. For example,、uh, when I explain things to my students, they always say, "Well, you really explained that well. I really understand. I never understood that before until I met you, or something like that." And I think, well, maybe you know, that's not me. Maybe I'm not good at it. Maybe I don't have the skill. It just happened to be you that you're a nice person and you're trying to say something nice to me, not because I'm really good. So of course that is not a realistic、uh, assessment of my own skills. But I always have that feelings. So number three is attributing your success to external factors. Like what I just said, right?、Uh, I always think everything I did. That was good. Is not because I'm good. It's because well, either it's pure luck, or because some people help me, or because you know some people are really nice to me. Just just not because of me. Not because of myself are, is really good. So everything I did, if that's good, 
that's because of other people or other factors, just not from me. Okay, that's number three. Number four is berating your performance. What is berating? Is criticize. Yes, I criticize my performance. Okay, let me tell you. When I go to Starbucks, I order drinks. Sometimes, you know, they ask so many questions. I I still remember the first few times I went to Starbucks. I I think, well, you know, uh, black coffee. Okay, black coffee is easy, so I'm just gonna order black coffee. So I have to figure out the size was tall, grande, minty. So uh, of course I'm gonna get a tall. So I said, oh, I just have a tall black coffee. And then they have so many questions. They ask me, you want medium rose, dark. Rose to blonde. What?、Uh, they ask me. You need a room. Need a room to chill out. <laughs>、uh, those questions. So I always criticize my performance. Even it's at the Starbucks ordering coffee. What's a big deal, right? What's wrong with you? Nobody cares. But I do. I really care, and I would criticize how I do there, right? Did I do well? Did I make stupid mistakes? And that thing will just. Go on and on and on and on for a long time. Then I can't forget. And at time in bed during my dream, I would just repeat the whole thing, saying that I mean could have done something different, just not that stupid. So that's how I always criticize my performance. When it comes to teaching, when it comes to talking to other people,、uh, a lot of things. I really do that a lot. I would really. It's not self reflection. Okay, it's different. Self-reflection is you think about what you've done wrong, and then you improve. Berating your performance is more more like you dwell on your performance. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. You you are just so into it, you can't get out of it, and you just think constantly thinking about your behaviors, your performance. That is not good. Anyway, I'm not gonna just. Talk too much about this one. Next one is fear that you won't live up to expectations. I'm sure a lot of us have this sign. What is live up to expectations?、Uh, your parents have expectations. Your bosses, your friends, your significant ones, or. Partners or whatever, even your dog has the expectation. My dog always expects me to give him a lot of treats, right? So, as a person, you are living up to expectations, and of course, you can't meet everyone's expectation. So then it comes to a problem that you are so afraid that everything you do just can't meet their expectations. You think you always disappoint them. What if you do this and they're not happy, and then, 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 and you just feel like you're you're afraid, you're scared. What if I can't meet their expectations? Then, then I'm a totally failure, right? So that's that's how you think when it comes to imposter syndrome. I always have that. I always have fear that I can't, I won't live up to. Their expectations, especially my parents. I'm trying to overcome it. So, see how that goes. Another one is overachieving. As you can see, the word is overachieve. Right. So you can achieve your goals, but sometimes you overachieve it.、Uh, that comes to my work when I when I teach. Right. I I made a Excel sheet for my students to track their artifacts. But I think I. I'm trying to be perfect. 
or I'm trying to look for a convenient way for everybody to track their progress. So I did the whole giant thing about their assignments, their skill using, their skill building assessments, blah, blah, blah. And then I talked to my colleague and she was like, like, how, how much time have you spent on this? Like, it's crazy. You don't have to do it. All you need to do is just write down what they've done for their assessments. That's it. Why are you doing those so complicated things over there, like spinning all the time? Do you even have personal life? I'm like, <laughs> right, that's called overachieving. That's me. That's me. And the next one is sabotaging your own success. So, have you ever felt like when you achieved something or when you su successfully did something and then you feel like, no, I don't deserve the success. It's not because of me and they're going to find out. I admit it be just simply because of pure luck. It's not me. I do not deserve enjoying the success. What? Yeah, yeah. That, that's because you're not confident and you don't trust yourself and you're literally sabotaging your success. So, and I'm trying to, okay, I'm trying to. So next time, try to enjoy your success, right? See how that feels. Don't feel panicked. Don't feel like anxious that, oh no, oh, I can't enjoy that because that's not mine. That is yours. It doesn't matter how you achieve it, how you uh, have the success. It's yours. That moment is yours. Enjoy your moment. Try that. See how you feel. Okay, the last one is setting very challenging goals and feeling disappointed when you fall short. So, okay, uh, come to come back to my speaking. Uh, I think my speaking is relatively good, but sometimes when I have Chinese students, they really make me super on. I don't know, ill confident. Uh, I don't feel confident in front of them when I speak because they always judge my accent. So my goal is to achieve a perfect accent. Perfect accent. It is not realistic because first of all, I, I am just not a native speaker, okay? I am Chinese. At some point, somehow, I do have accent. But if you look at everybody, everyone has accent. What are you talking about? Of course, if you go to Newfoundland, when they speak English, you don't even believe they're speaking English, okay? They have a strong accent. Accent is something that is not very realistic for me. Maybe for some people, they, they just, they're, they're talented. You know, they're naturally a language learner. They just can't do that. For me at this age, it is not possible to eliminate my Chinese accent, right? So, but then I set the goal. It's super challenging. And then I can't achieve it. And then I feel disappointed. And especially when I teach and when I have Chinese students talking about, well, your English, you know, well, your English is good, but you still have an accent. And I, I feel, you know, that I, I feel like I did something wrong. I fall short. And then I feel like it's not, it's my fault, right? Maybe I should not be here. Maybe I should not teach English because I'm not a native speaker. So I always feel like, like that. If you have those signs and you may have imposter syndrome is that bad I, I don't think it's a bad you know what i mean it's not like something wrong with you i i think it's just um 
kind of mentality you have in nowadays, and especially especially when you have social anxiety that you talk to other people. Well, look look at okay, look at here, look at Xiaohongshu. Everyone they have their IELTS like speaking like nine. My IELTS speaking is eight point five. I was so proud until I saw some people they post their speaking is nine. I'm like. I'm a totally failure, and then when you look at other people, they're like PhD, they're working at the law for firms, they're so successful. I mean, those are social anxieties. Okay, if I do something wrong, of course I blame myself. If I didn't do anything wrong, I still blame myself because I'm not good enough.、Uh, that could cause some、uh, mental issues, but as long as we're aware of it, I, I really don't think it's. That big deal, you know what I mean. So how? Okay, because I don't want to do too much.、Uh, I'm gonna just throw some questions here, and you can ask yourself:、uh, Are do you have、uh, imposter syndrome? And then you can ask yourself: Okay, the first question is: Do you agonize over even the smallest mistakes or flaws in your work? Do you attribute your success to luck? Or outside factors, are you very sensitive to even constructive criticism? Do you feel like you will inevitably be found out as a phony? Do you downplay your own expertise, even in areas where you are genuinely more skilled than others? Okay, ask those questions. I answered all the yes to those questions, but you can ask that those questions and tell me if you're interested in this.、Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to be a therapist, psychiatrist, or a consultant to help you with your mental health, but I think it's always good to share your feelings, talk about your feelings with others,、uh, and the good way is to share your feelings with strangers because they might not judge you. Or they don't overcare about how you feel, and then you will feel least pressured, right? So I don't know. You tell me if you are interested in this coffee corner、uh, topic, or you are interested in any topic that you want me to talk about.、Uh, please leave a comment down below, and I will see you next time.